Hello. Gotta turn that down. <laughs> All right, it's been a, like a month or two. I don't know how long has it been. Um, I don't know, but I don't care. But we're doing it anyway. This is a Tricky Fox, Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June nineteenth, twenty twenty-three. So it's probably been about mm, at least a month, at least, since I've stopped doing this, and you're probably wondering why. Well, honestly, God, I have no idea. I really call it quits, and it became a regular again. But I'm gonna try to keep it regular. But, um, yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, um, what's, yeah, I knew that, um, Let's take a look at the weather. Really? Today on Monday it's going to rain? Light rain today, guys. 59 degrees. And later tonight it'll be 43, but it'll be raining. Oh my god. And then Tuesday it'll be raining yet again. With 63 degrees during the day, and again, 43 degrees during the nighttime. And then Wednesday, it'll be a little bit better. It'll be, um, standard clouds, 73 degrees in the day, 43 degrees again in the night. And then on Thursday, it'll be quite warmer, actually. In fact, it'll be sunny, I believe. Yep, sunny, clear sky. Temperatures of 84 degrees, and um, nighttime will be a lot, will be a slightly warmer, 50 degrees. And then Friday will be the same, um, 79 degrees during the day and 50 degrees during the night. All temperatures are measured in Fahrenheit. And if you're probably wondering what temperature it is right now, it is 45 degrees with broken clouds. Again, in Fahrenheit. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh, Oregon DMV data breach exposes 3.5 million driver's licenses. A potential 3.5 million holders of Oregon IDs or driver's licenses may have been exposed to a global data breach of DMV records through ODOT data transfer software. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, that's not funny at all, but, um, yeah, 3.5 million. I hope my ID wasn't exposed, for God's sake. <laughs> I wouldn't see why it wouldn't, but if it is, I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> But anyway, um, 
haven't had anything to drink. I got up around 6 a.m., so I had to get ready for the show, guys. Just saying, um... But, yeah, um... Station for Pokemon fans. <laughs> I was just checking to see if my encoder was still going. It is. Um, and I think it says right now the station for Pokemon fans by Pokemon fans. <coughs> I'm so sorry about that. Well, it is, but um, I'm having a hard time um, talking. It looks like I'm talking like a robot right now. <laughs> have to clear my throat more often so I can speak clearer and more better. Now, um, let me let you in on something. Um, I was watching... Is this still playing, by the way? Yep. Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. I also saw, um... Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at the Independent Cinema. It was a really good movie. But it was a really long movie. It's the longest animated movie so far. There's probably other longer ones, but this one was pretty ass long. My, I should say it was like almost two and a half hours. And this was an animated film. This wasn't a live action film. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that was a very major big consideration. But again, I've seen worse. There's been other animated films that have been longer than two hours. That, But this wasn't one of the American ones that was pretty damn ass long. Um, I also, most of the old, most of the current ones that were pretty long, I think were based in Japan or whatever. Not counting Pokemon, because Pokemon wasn't counting this, because those films are usually only like an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, um, uh, what else was I going to say? Now I'm thinking of Pokemon again. Well, I guess I'll tell you what I'm doing for my TV channel, YouTube channel, I should say, um, I am doing Gates to Infinity again, yeah. That's right. I'm doing Gates to Infinity again. I, I have yet to make it past Muna. She is evil. She's the one who kidnapped Simba. And you're probably wondering why would she kidnap Simba? Simba, because she wanted answers. She wanted to get rid of me. She wanted to destroy me. And you want to know why? Because I don't belong in that world. And you probably want to know why, because that world is ending. Hiram is destroying that world. Hiram is the pure evil one at work here. He's the one who wants to destroy the Pokemon world. But Hygeria wants to stop that. And the only way he can stop is by sending in humans to the Pokemon world. So what did he do? What did Hygeria do? Well... He sent in countless humans from the human world into the Pokemon world through different dimensions. And then, simple as that, every human was sent over to the Glacier Palace to destroy the Bitter Cold. But every single human as a Pokemon has failed. 
and Kiram sets them in to back into the human world for a ball of lies. That's right, a ball of lies. But it seems to me that every other human has has failed, but only one has succeeded, or has yet to secede, but has gotten far a lot more than anyone else has. And guess who it is? Me. That's right, me, Jesse. I'm the one who is trying to secede and to, and to destroy the bitter cold. But still have yet to do so, so I don't know. But we'll see what goes on. But, um. Anyway, I need to get some commercials in here because it's almost 710. Ain't that nice? Okay, we'll work with that for now. Anyway, you're listening to Drinking Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June 19, 2023. I'm Jesse Atkinson. We'll be right back. That was Miguel. Sure thing. From All I Want Is You, his album released back in 2010. Became a sleeper hit in 2023, and before that was you, right? Dojo Cat of the Weekend from 2021. Alright, so what is it going to be now, I wonder? Um, hmm, uh, let's do food talk. Okay, um, hmm, 27 sweet small bites. See them all. Okay. Strawberry shortcake muffins. That looks interesting. Okay, I don't know why I did that, but oh well. Um, <laughs> strawberry shortcake muffins. These muffins are delicious. You can use other types of berries other than the strawberries, you know. But no, I'm not responsible for the taste of the muffins if one substitutes oil for the butter. We'll keep that in mind then. <clears throat> it's ready in 35 minutes. There's eight ingredients. I'll read them in a second here. It yields 12 muffins. Alright, here's the ingredients. Sorry for that. Um, two cups of flour, one and a half cup of sugar, which is divided. Two teaspoons of baking powder, one and a half teaspoon of salt, one cup of milk, one egg, which should be slightly beaten, one fourth cup of butter, one fourth cup of butter melted, and twelve strawberries are sliced. Now here's the directions. Step one, heat the oven to 425 degrees and grease 12 muffins cups. Step two, combine the flour, one fourth cup of the sugar, the one half cup, but yeah, one fourth cup of it I combine with the flour, along with the baking powder and salt in a large bowl, stir in the milk, egg, and butter, 
stirring only enough to dampen all the flour. The batter should not be smooth. Alright, step three. Spoon into prepared muffin cups, filling each about two thirds full. Number, step four. Why am I saying number four? Step four. Press strawberry slices into the batter, pointed side up. Sprinkle each muffin with one teaspoon of sugar. Step five. Bake until golden for 15 to 18 minutes. And I believe that's it. This recipe appears on food.com, by the way. Crumbly and not too sweet as shortcake should be. I think that's how shortcake was meant to be. No baked chocolate peanut butter and cornflake bars. What's that? For some reason, men always like to go gaga over these. These are very easy to make. It's a great way to use up the end of the cornflakes. I also like this recipe because it uses fewer ingredients than all the other ones I have seen, you know. Well, what is it? No baked chocolate fever cornflake bars. Ready in 15 minutes. Ingredients are five. Here are the ingredients. Three cups of cornflakes are crushed. One cup of crunchy peanut butter. One half cup of sugar. One half cup of white corn syrup and six ounces of chocolate chips. Chips. <coughs> the directions are very simple. Step one. Heat peanut butter, sugar, and corn syrup over low heat to melt. Then stir the cereal. Alright, number two. Step two. What am I saying number two for again? Step two. Pan for an 8x8 slightly greased pan. I line my pan with foil and then lightly spray it. When it's time to cut them, the foil lifts right out. Step 3. Melt chocolate chips over low heat or in the microwave and spread over the top. Cool until firm. Which again is a very simple recipe. It says it only takes 15 minutes to make it.
Oh, look at this. Why bother sending the recipe? Everyone changed the cornflakes to Rice Krispies and add whatever they wanted and pretend to make the original recipe. If you had this recipe, why didn't you send it in? Mark, I'll talk about chips, whores right now. I just do get some. That's interesting. I'm running low on time, guys, so I need to put some stuff in the queue. That was Miguel that just played earlier, by the way, at, just before I started talking. I apologize for the downtime, but I don't know if I got a lot of sleep last night. Just saying, um, yeah, who knows, um, Sure, hope you guys are okay. Um, I am sort of. Um, I don't know what we'll do for the next segment. I'm pretty much just winging it. That's probably why this show's a little bit off, down, or whatever. But oh well. But I might do um celebrity news for the next segment. We'll see. Um. But hopefully something good will be in store in the next segment. We'll see. Um, but anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June 19, 2023. That was Food Talk, which turned out to be a little bit unedible. I don't know. <laughs> but we'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, June 19, 2023. It's a Monday. We'll be right back, everyone. That was Jaded by Miley Cyrus. I believe from Endless Summer Vacation, before that was old classic, Bad Guy by Billy Ellis. Anyway, um... (laughs) On the celebrity news course, of TMZ, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Bidette, doors, and more from former homes selling on eBay. Well, you know. Okay, let's see where the, there it is. If you've ever wanted to use the same Bidette, Jay-Z and Beyonce perhaps did, look no further because unique items from one of their swanky former homes have made their way to eBay. Isn't that nice? Eric from Eric's Architectural Salvage LA tells TMZ, uh, let's use my CPU again. Uh, 
hate Windows 10 sometimes. Anyway, um, Eric from Eric's Architectural Salvage LA Tales TMZ. He has some sweet items up on the site. All from a pad they rented in addition to the bidet, which has an asking price of $2,400. Eric's selling some sweet sconces, exterior lights, and a huge arch metal door frame. There are also some beautiful French doors, which could actually be spotted inside the home before the whole place was redone. Now, as we reported, the Carter signed a one-year lease for a Hollenby Hills mansion back in 2015, and the owners sold the place after they moved out. Eric says new owners of the spot wanted to do a complete renovation, resulting in the scrapped items making their way to Eric in 2017. He says that his company purchases all types of items the demolition companies and developers are looking to ditch. So, if you're crazy in love with these pieces, like Beyonce always says, you better go grab them. BB Rexa, struck and hit by foe and rushed off the stage. That's right, BB Rexa, struck and hit by a phone. Why? I have no idea. BB Rexa had an incredibly painful experience at her New York City concert Sunday night, collapsing on stage after getting pelted in the head by a phone. The singer was performing at the rooftop at Pier 17 in Manhattan as part of her best effing night of my life tour when somebody tossed the phone from a packed crowd, hitting her directly in the face. One video posted the social media shows Bebe crumbling her knees and slept over in pain. Her worried handlers quickly rushed to her side to give her assistance. A second clip shows Bebe holding her injured face with one hand while waving to her fans with the other as she's escorted off the stage by her crew. The audience responded by chanting her name in support. Her fans also expressed their concern and disgust on Twitter. One wrote, Absolutely great show ruined by a fan throwing their phone at at, 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 at BB Rexa. They um, referenced her, by the way. Hopefully she is okay after that. And they said, in part, We were all having a hell of a good time, and so was BB. We were all having a blast. I mean, who would even do that? We hope you're okay, you know. Reports say BB needed free stitches to close her wounds. Oh, man, it hurt that bad, really. NYPD officers reported the scene arrested the alleged culprit, Nicholas Malvangini, for the assault. Police know the charge was upgraded to a felony because Malgini used the phone as a weapon. Oh, how rude. <laughs> That's not funny once bit. 
Alright, next story. Days of Our Lives actor Cody Longo died of chronic drinking. The cause of death was determined. Come on, there you go. Former Days of Our Lives star Cody Longo died from years of hard drinking, according to the medical examiner. Cody's autopsy report, which was obtained by TMZ, says the late actor's cause of death was chronic ethanol abuse. And the report also notes the manner of death was natural. Okay. And what's more is, the autopsy says that Cody's body was decomposing when he was found dead. And the death scene was littered with alcohol bottles. TMZ broke the story in February. TMZ broke the story. In February, 34-year-old Cody was found dead in a bed at a residence in Austin, Texas. Sadly, the autopsy results will not come as a shock to those who knew Cody. His family previously told us he had struggled with alcohol abuse for years and went to rehab in the summer of 2022. They already believed he had relapsed and that alcoholism had ultimately killed him. And again, as we reported, Cody was busted for a DUI in LA back in 2013 and ultimately coughed a plea deal requiring him to attend alcohol education classes. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> There's a podcast there. We have a podcast, too, for our morning show. And we will be putting this on there, too, by the way. Jennifer Lopez, shirtless pick of Ben on Father's Day. Ripped and rugged. Yeah! Jennifer Lopez is kind of flexing everyone by making sure we all know she's got a serious uncle man, Ben Affleck. By posting a frisk tat. The frisk trapped honor his daddy's status. B.A. was front and center on J.Lo's Instagram Sunday as she dropped a sweet Father's Day tribute gallery. His fir- her first slide is a bathroom mirror pick of Ben shirtless. Which shows that he's in great shape and maybe even pantless for that matter. Ben and Jen don't share any children together, but he's got kids of his own now, and did over her, obviously. They've done well at blending their families, and as the brood always seems to be hanging out together in just about every setting. It does make sense, because they are married now. And as for Ben's dad, Bond, well, well, let's just say the dude's still in top form. Hey-o, daddy-o. And we're running out of time, yo. (laughs) So, yeah, we're running low on time, guys. So I need to get some stuff in here.
Alright, we'll work with that. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up in the second half of the first segment, we'll have um, Pokemon News. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. That was Bad Habit by Steve Lacey from, ironically, Pokemon X. Yeah, um... And speaking of Pokemon, um... It is now time for Pokemon Topics. Ain't that nice. Okay. No... Go. Here we go. All right, gotta catch them all. Meet the OG 151 Pokemon, the Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet 151 expansion. In their words, Mew. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Watch Mewtwo's. Okay, no. If we click on that, that's gonna take me to. The Pokemon TV website. We don't want that. Um, I figured maybe that was a new story, but it's just it'll take me directly to Pokemon TV, which I do not want. Whoa! Oh, I want to see this. Opinion: Our Team Rocket, the real heroes. An unbiased and fairly scientific assessment of morality and heroism in Pokemon the series. Jado, contributing writer, whoever that is. <laughs> Our Team Rocket, the real heroes. Put simply and obviously, yes. But assuming our discerning readers, unlike the plebeian twerps, frequently misidentified as protagonists prefer to go beyond the simple and obvious. So here's why. First and foremost, the purpose of a hero's journey is the betterment of the world at large. The ambiguous and frankly unimaginative goal of becoming a Pokemon master serves no greater altruistic purpose. It therefore cannot truly be considered heroic. That's unsurprising considering the excitable so-called hero, Ash, rarely thinks beyond his next Pokemon battle or meal. A meal that Brock will likely likely prepare for him. <laughs> anyway, um, conversely, Team Rocket's ideology is ambitious in scope, rooted in almost pathological drive to change, nay, defend the world. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all people within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To extend our reach to the stars above. One might not agree with this worldview, but the breadth and the scope of ambition is inarguable. Few heroes walk alone. A famous poet once said, Tell me with whom you associate, and I will tell you who you are. The twerp collects powerful Pokemon like Charizard and Dragonite, the way team captains in BE-class Horde bore the athletically inclined with no regard for the feelings of those left behind. It's a sound strategy if your only purpose is to win Pokemon battles, 
but it's not particularly creative or heroic. Then there is a profoundly telling fact that one of the only Pokemon known to be capable of human speech chose to be a member of Team Rocket, and that is Meowth. Meowth, that's right. <laughs> Alright, uh, by contrast, Team Rocket makes a point of welcoming often overlooked Pokemon, such as poison-type Pokemon, whose Pokedex entries contain words like putrid and poisonous gas. The creepy Pokemon. The awkward Pokemon who never seem to outgrow their emo phase. Team Rocket alone offers these misfits a home and purpose. Without Team Rocket's intervention, we would likely see very little Pokemon like Arbok, Weezing, Survivor, Amoongus, and, Mar and Marini in the popular discourse. <clears throat> Then there is a profoundly telling fact that one of the only Pokemon known to be capable of human speech chose to be a member of Team Rocket. While Infernape, Lucario, and yes, even Pikachu battle at the behest of their human trainer, Meowth plots alongside Jesse and James as an equal. In fact, Meowth's technical prowess as a Team Rocket me mecha operator combined with his natural skill of understanding Pokemon language, arguably makes him the most useful member of the team. Meowth and Team Rocket illustrate a new relationship model between humans and Pokemon, one of collaborators and equals. While we're on the subject of the company our respective heroes and villains keep, there is a case to be made for loyalty. While Ash rotates friends in Pokemon faster than Team Rocket has changes disguises, Jesse, James, Meowth, and Wobbuffet are true blue. <laughs> yeah, Ash may have more friends, but as the saying goes, a friend to all is a friend to none. And is, and is accumulating friends only to abandon them in pursuit of adventures and battles in new regions, really friendships? Team Rocket speaks the language of the so-called outcasts, the misfits who know the meaning of found family and the sting of not belonging. But undoubtedly, Team Rocket's finest and most distinguishing characteristic is a fantasy. Jesse, James, Meowth, and Wobbuffet are unapologetically themselves at all times, unfettered by pretty social, societal, norms and conventions. While others might balk at competing against children in a Pokemon contests, or any other competition for that matter, Team Rocket will not only throw on their most dramatic attire and give 100% effort, but they will also publicly disparage their young competition for good measure. Rather than patronize their opponents as so many adults would, or refuse to compete altogether, they will crush them with gusto, or blast off again trying. Team Rocket speaks the language of the so-called outcasts, the misfits who know the meaning of found family, the sting of not belonging. James departed his wealthy family and all of his attendant privilege for a life of financial uncertainty. Jesse and James share the dubious distinction of receiving the lowest entry entrance exam scores in the history of Pokemon Tech. 
and Meowth was called a freak by Meowzy after undertaking the heroic task of learning to speak human language to impress her. We don't like to talk about failure unless it's followed by immediate and monumental success. But getting up back up but getting back up after you fail, throwing on your crisp throwing on your crisp team rock uh, with throwing on your crisp white team rocket uniform and preserving after a devastating loss takes courage. And doing it again and again and again from Canto to Galar with no promise of success beyond living your most authentic life is a heroism that Pokemon, the Pokemon world needs and deserves. And somehow, through it all, Team Rocket has managed to achieve a feat typically reserved for Pokemon. They evolve. Their feelings about Ash and Pikachu and, and Myrat and other things change. We've seen them root for and even rescue the twerp and also say goodbye to Pokemon they love for the good of those Pokemon. What is personal growth if not heroic? When it all is said and done, the layers of a thousand clever disguises cannot conceal the hearts of gold that beat beneath. <laughs> it's 8.10am. I'll read about the offer anyway. For the purposes of maintaining the esteemed offers a nominee, we'll refer to him as J. Doe. With a diverse career spanning multiple industries including phone service, technology, engineering, tourism, and logistics, J. Doe's work has brought them to every region of the Pokemon world. In their free time, J. Doe collects bottle caps as a foodie who especially enjoys masadas, ramen, and apple pile on mode. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it there. Um, anyway, um, that's pretty much it, guys. Again, this song did end around 801, so. But still, um, that's beyond the point. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and stop it here for guys. Coming up in the next segment, I'll probably just wing it or something. We'll see. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We will be right back. Alright, never, never raise up your heads that we are trying to talk, just saying. Um, this is the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for, um, Monday, June 19, 2023. That was not up, down all the way. Anyway, um, for this segment, I'm talking about, like, um, split 50-50, sort of, um, I want to talk about what's going on on my YouTube channel, KJ. Um, but in order to do that, I need to open up Chrome on my main computer. That is. Come on, you can do it. There you go. Oh, there's some support pages there. Alright, the latest episode I posted was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Darkness, Episode 1, A Storm at Sea. First three days, 16 hours, compare your typical performance. Ranked by views, 5 out of 10. Views, 10. Impressions, click for rate, 0.8. That's normal for us. And average view duration, 2 minutes and 52 seconds. That's normal for me, too. 
And if we hover over it, it should say, People are choosing to watch this video as often as your other videos. The click for rate CGR is looking good, you know. Well, ain't that nice. Anyway, um, now what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. I was just looking at Rio earlier, but I guess that's going to have to wait. Ooh. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be cold by the time by 8.30 when I have to go commercial. But anyway, um... Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could play another song for filler while we are waiting. But I don't really want to do that, though, because I'm supposed to talk to you guys for this whole segment. But then again, everyone doesn't like me talking, guys. Just saying. It can get boring over time, but just saying, um, but this segment is really just gonna wing it, but, um, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe I can read that story about, um, the DMV, um, um, yeah, let's read this. Oregon DMV data breach exposes 3.5 million driver's licenses. According, okay, yeah, a potential 3.5 million holders of Oregon IDs or driver's licenses may have been exposed to a global data breach of DMV records through ODOT data transfer software. According to ODOT, they have used Move It transfers since 2015, a popular file sharing tool created and supported by Progress Software Corp that allows organizations to securely transfer files and data between business partners and customers. Okay, I don't care about that right now, Firefox. On June 1st, PSC released a security advisory for MoveIt transfers stating software had a vulnerability which could, call, which could allow an attacker to take over an affected system. We moved immediately to secure our systems and are confident that, we are working, that they are working safely, ODOT said in a press release. ODOT worked closely with state cybersecurity services and engaged a third-party security specialist for analysis. <clears throat> our analysis identified... Our analysis identified multiple files shared between, via movement transfer that were accessed by unauthorized actors before we received the security alerts. ODOT said. <coughs> On June 12th, ODOT confirmed that the access data contained personal information for approximately 3.5 million Oregonians. While well, much of this information is available broadly, some of, it's, some of it is sensitive personal information. We do not have the ability to identify if any specific individual's data has been breached, Odot said, <coughs> adding that individuals who have an active Oregon ID or driver's license should assume information related to ID as part of this breach. We recommend individuals take precautionary measures to protect themselves from misuse of this information, such as accessing and monitoring personal credit reports, ODOT said. ODOT advises that everyone is allowed under federal law the right to request a free copy of credit report every 12 months from each of the free consumer credit reporting companies. 
A credit report can provide information about those who have received your credit history. You can re- you can request a free credit report online at www.annualcreditreport.com or by telephone at one eight seven seven three two two eight two two eight. When you receive your credit reports, check for any transactions or accounts that you do not recognize. If you see anything you do not understand, call the telephone number listed on the credit report or visit the Federal Trade Commission's website on identity theft at www.consumer.gov slash ID theft. Additionally, you may wish to ask each of the free credit monitoring agencies to freeze your credit files. We'll start off with Equifax, equifax.com slash personal slash credit dash report dash services, or call them at 1-800-685-1111. You can also dial in Experian at experian.com slash help, or call 1-888-397-3742. For TransUnion, it is transunion.com slash credit dash help or call 1-888-909-6872. For information, you can reach out to Ask ODOT, your first point of contact for finding information, services, or resolving issues with ODOT. They can be reached by email at askodot at odot.oregon.gov. ODOT has notified law enforcement. Our work to understand the full impact of this incident is ongoing, and as we learn more, affected parties will be notified as required, ODOT has said. I guess that's it. So, yeah, that's going to be kind of unfortunate for people. I hope I'm not one of them, and I hope Aunt Lou is near. I hope Mom is not. hope Mom is, is what I should say, but, um... I hope none of us in this family is affected, because that would be kind of sick, really. But, yeah, um, anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up in the next segment, we'll do, um, probably just a little whatever. I'll probably continue on with what I was talking about earlier. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, we'll figure something out. Um, don't worry. This show will still go good. And I really need to get my burrito out of the uh, microwave, so... Yeah, um... <laughs> but anyway, I think that break will do it. Um, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June 19, 2023. Coming up in the next segment, final thoughts plus local weather and maybe a news report. We'll see what happens. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Today is Monday, June 19th, 2023. I'm a big Pokemon fan. I created a station for Pokemon fans. This is Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back right after this. Alright, let me close my door there so I don't get have any interference there. My computer can be a weirdo sometimes. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June 19th, 2023. Let's close out the show, shall we? Uh, with one more segment. Um, 
I don't know. Um, that was a long one. Um, oh boy, what should I talk about, huh? I don't know. Well, we read a local story. What else should we read? Uh, I don't know. Um, I have to use the bath. Well, hold it. Don't worry. <laughs> Hiccups. Ain't that nice. Alright, I'm just doing something here really quick. Give me a moment. Say 100. Alright. Amanda Bynes detained by police for mental health evaluation. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda Bynes, detained by police for mental health evaluation. Yeah. Amanda... Well, that was just an Instagram. <laughs> Amanda Bynes is experiencing another bump in the road on her journey to recovery. According to a report that TMZ published on Saturday, June 17th... That's right, we were just doing TMZ earlier. <laughs> the former actress was placed in handcuffs by police following their mental health episode. She was detained after the Los Angeles Police Department received a call about a woman in distress. The woman reportedly turned out to be Bynes, who was spotted in a white, te white sweatshirt and black sweatpants. In photos the outlet posted, you can see Bynes handcuffed while surrounded by police officers as they prepare to place her inside their vehicle. Let's take a look. Well, I should. Um, exclusive. Amanda Bynes detained for mental health evaluation. Hashtag Amanda Bynes found herself in police custody again this weekend. All we know at the link in bio. This was posted by TMZ TV, by the way. Witnesses say that Vines was calm throughout her interaction with the police. Without expressing much emotion, though, the witnesses claimed she looked more defeated than anything else. The She's the Man star was reportedly put inside one of three vehicles that were called to scene and taken to a police station where a medical team was assigned to determine whether or not she needed any further treatment. And as of this report, there's still confirmed update on where she ended up afterwards. This is the second time this year that Vines has been de detained due to her mental health issues. Back in March of this year, she was, she was placed on a psychiatric hold after she was found roaming the streets of Los Angeles naked, and there where she streaked. Bynes managed to flag down someone who was driving and told them that she was coming down to flag down someone who was driving and told them that she was coming down from a mental episode. Prior to that, she had been doing fine following her release from her lengthy conservatorial ship. 
Yep. I don't know what was up with that, but oh well. Um, anyway, it's 8.44 a.m. Well, 8.45 now. Um, uh, yeah, she wants me to take my meds. Well, she can wait till 8.50. be saying until 8.50. I don't think my website's going to load. Uh, nope, not going to happen. Probably going to have to get it from a third party site like weather.com. Ain't that nice. Right now it's 53 degrees outside right now. Let's take a look at the um, 10 day forecast. Alright, 10 day weather forecast for Dallas, Oregon as of 8.29 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Today it will be 62 degrees, showers early, then partly cloudy for the afternoon, high 62. Winds west at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 60%. Monday night, 46. Partly cloudy this evening. Then becoming cloudy after midnight. Low, 46. Winds southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And then Tuesday, there will be AM showers, 63. Wednesday, sunny. Thursday, mostly sunny, 76 and 84, respectfully. And Friday, it'll be mostly sunny with 76 and low of 48. But that's the rest of the week week for you guys, um, the weekdays at least. Um, this mouse really likes to get all loose I got like less than three minutes, guys, to close this out, so I guess I can make up for it. Right now, I just gotta put some stuff in the queue here. Um, let's see, 0.5, two. I guess that will work. Anyway, um, I think coming up, I'm going to have um, two songs for you guys. I'll have, um, I think we'll start things off with Jonas Brothers Waffle House. Earlier I was playing Jonas Brothers Sucker, by the way. We'll have another Jonas Brothers song for you guys called Waffle House. They were saying the Waffle House might be on Waze now. Who knows? We'll be on Google Maps because it's part Google. And after that, to close out the show officially, we will have Rima and Selena Gomez Calm Down. Which I'll admit is a really, really good song. In fact, it was number one for a few weeks before being overtaken by Miguel's Sure Thing, which we also play on the station, by the way. But anyway, um, that is 
pretty much it, guys. I got like about a minute left. So, um, and by the way, I'm working on a new episode of Gates Infinity. Don't worry, it's just still in production. But I'll give you a little hint while we're at it. Um, I gotta fight against Muna now, and she's the one that kidnapped Simba. She's the one who wants to be dead. In fact, well, it's Kiram that wants to be dead because he's the one who's destroying the Pokemon world. Hygeria does not want that to happen. He's the one who wants to save the Pokemon world because Kiram is the one against all this. He's the one who wants to destroy the Pokemon world. And I mean destroy it. I mean, he literally wants the whole world to end. I mean, he wants it to end once and for all. But I'm going to stop that. Don't you worry. So stay tuned. Just visit KHKJTV on YouTube. Just search KHKJTV. It's a tongue twister. Let's face it. And you'll find it. Or you can visit KHKJTV.ml. And you should be able to find it there too. But anyway, that's pretty much it, guys. So thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Monday, June 19, 2023. I'm Jesse Hackinson signing off. We will see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.